Welcome to the Northern Glow Podcast. My name is Erin, and I'm an educator, heirloom seed saver, and doula. Join me as I explore the world of plant lore, gardening, homesteading, and slow living from my home in beautiful southwest Saskatchewan, Canada. Here on the podcast, I share homestead stories, slow living topics, and gardening magic. So please join me today as we traverse this wonderful journey of sustainable living together. Hello and welcome back to the Northern Grower podcast. We are starting with season three, which I am really thrilled about. I'm really happy to be back recording. It has taken me a little bit of time to get settled, um, come up with some episode ideas, and basically try to get set up again. Um, My uh, recording office space is not great right now. We are in between. Offices. I'm working on getting a fabulous new office, all renoed and done up, and um, I'd like to be able to start like videoing my podcasts too. So I'm working on getting that all set up. Hopefully in the next couple months. Um, but I thought you know it's better to just get things out there, um, and it is that time of year, the garden time of year for many of us. So I thought we'll just begin. We'll get started with season three, and this episode. Um, I'm going to be talking about what seeds I am starting, a zone 3 grower, but some of this can apply to zone 4 too. And if you are growing in any of the climates, like for sure feel free to stick around, listen, get some tips, get some insights, get some inspiration. I know for me, like I watch all gardening content, whether or not it's relevant to my zone or not, I just really enjoy it. And sometimes I just get ideas about things that I'd like to go and grow and research more so feel free to stick around you're absolutely welcome here my cat is rustling up a storm right now in the background so oh (laughs) oh my goodness did you hear that massive crash i'm not sure if you'll be able to hear that in the background or not but my cat just fell i have a box here of some stuff right because i'm moving into this new office space for the podcast and my cat just fell through the box the cat is fine He is just very into boxes, and so he just decided to sit on top of a cardboard box and he fell into it. But he's good, he's getting out, and yeah, you okay, bud? Yeah, he'll be fine, but if you hear rustling, uh, my cat is hanging out here with me because if I didn't have him here with me, he would be sitting outside the door meowing up a storm. So either way, there will be a noisy cat in the background. Um, But like I said, season three... Ready for some more seed growing episodes, gardening episodes, homesteading stuff. On this ep- this uh, season, I'm actually looking at um, bringing more interviews, bringing more chit chats and discussions onto the podcast. They just seem like, it just seems it's fun. I love listening to um, podcasts where people are discussing things. It just feels like you're sitting down to have like coffee with friends. And uh, so, yeah, I thought that would be nice to bring on more guests. And so I'm looking for interviewees that just have interesting gardening or homestead or natural world, even stories to share. Um, Folks that maybe have some really good homesteading small businesses or ideas, or you just want to chit chat and share your homesteading journey and why you garden and why you grow food. Or maybe you're more of like a 
witchy or folk-based entrepreneur and you want to share some of your ideas and all of that type of thing, I'd like to bring that more into the podcast as well. So there will be educational episodes, just me talking, and not to say the interviews aren't educational, I learn lots from podcast episodes based like that, but it'll be kind of a combination of some guest speakers in this season. So yay, I hope you stick around. I did want to time this episode um, to be around, I'm going to say in bulk season, in bulk the festival has of course passed, it usually falls around February 1st or so, and it's around this time of year that the end of January, beginning of February, which is when in bulk season occurs, it's when I kind of recognize this time of year as well by planting and starting my seeds and so I had thought well I'll do an episode that is based around what I like to start during this time of year and in bulk for those of you that don't know or have heard of it it is an ancient uh, Celtic pagan festival um, in Christianity it is known as St. Bridget's Day um, and it typically falls between the winter equinox and spring um, so like I said, around February 1st or 2nd, but it is considered to be a time when the earth is awakening. Um, you know, the earth's kind of stirring, things are warming up, we're heading towards spring. And like I said, I like to celebrate by planting my first seeds. That's just how I recognize this time of year. I do other things too, like I'll take a ritual bath and um, make a loaf of bread, but I really enjoy planting seeds to honor this the special time in the calendar and you know it really does start to feel like things are warming up um it really does so we've had uh even for here i live in a snowy part of the world and we're at that time of year where some of the snow is definitely melting um i think more is forecast the ground is still quite frozen but the snow is melted and it'll come back and it'll melt but it isn't that constant state of snow and cold that we usually get throughout December, January. So there's definitely a change in the winds and in the air. Still too cold here for zone three, zone four to be starting seeds outside. But if you're a seasoned grower, gardener, or you're new to this um, aspect of life, it is now time if you have slow growing plants to start those seeds indoors if these are plants that you choose or wish to grow of course um and starting seeds indoors can seem very intimidating for some people but really a rest assured it is not it requires just some requires some basic equipment but it's not awfully expensive what you can get out there and it's very satisfying and really it's just one of those things that once you just do it it will come okay it will come and especially depending on the type of um, plants you want in your garden you may have to be starting some things now or you know later I know some folks will go to the greenhouse and will get their starts which is totally fine but if you are wanting um, you've bought seeds or you're wanting to start from seed then there's there's a time to start planting some items and so I thought I would share what I am planting now um, and just a very basic setup, equipment, what that looks like. Um, I won't go into too much detail, um, but I thought I would go over what I'm starting. Okay, so why start seeds now? Why start seeds indoors now? Well, if you're zone three and zone four, 
our season is very short. Um, we typically have frost, what the frost day could end from mid to end of May. And then you have your frost free days up until uh, mid, I'm going to say September. Some people even, you know, beginning of September, they're getting frost. For some people, it's the more mid to end. But yeah, it's not a long season, uh, maybe just over three months or so of frost free days. And so for some plants in your garden, that is just not enough time to get that seed in the ground outside and have it flourish and grow to maturity and reach maturity um, before the frost comes and does away with it. Um, so if you want to reach for some plants that are very slow growing and you want them to reach a harvestable um, stage ready for storage, um, you want them to be mature for harvest, then you may have to start indoors now from seed. Um, and I do like to direct sow some things outside in cold frames. I think I will do an episode on that. We'll be like to start in cold frames soon. Um, and there is also winter sowing, which is definitely something to look into as well, uh, which is basically planting seeds. It's like the milk jug method where you are direct sowing um, seeds into milk jugs outdoors. I will do an episode on that, I think, too. We'll go into both of those methods to just discuss and talk about and that way as a grower and gardener you're just you have some knowledge and insight into all of these different methods um but you know I have been just doing some lots of seeds starting indoors and I pretty much have my routine set and ready to go and I know what seeds I start when and like I said I have equipment set up and so my equipment set up if you want to keep it super basic just get a table, a shelf, a window ledge desk, anywhere that you can put a plastic tray, like a grow tray um, that you can fill with uh, seed starting soil and like a seed starting mix. So I would get a seed starting mix and then a nice tray. And I do recommend for me personally, I do like the heat mats. For germination, I found the germination rate is just much more higher and consistent with a heat mat. Um, and there are lots of seeds out there that do like a nice, warm, consistent temperature to um, to start to germinate. So definitely recommend one of those. I know there are lots of people who have success without them, but that's just a preference of mine. Um, and depending on what you go to, you might actually even really benefit from having one. And then I also like a grow light um, to go over my trays. For some people, they don't. Some people are keeping it super basic and they just have like pots and plastic trays like along a window ledge and they can get some success that way. But of course, we are like really trying to amp up our germination rates and success rates here. So um, I really do like the grow lights and also for seedlings that like a long length of light our days are still low right in our light length it's right we aren't getting like 12 hours of light a day here or even 10 we're maybe stretching to 10 yeah maybe not here quite yet and so just for that added extra daylight hours I like the grow lights you can go all out and get like these big fancy expensive professional sets um, but I've also found really affordable sets from like Home Depot and stuff as well 
Um, so it's something to look into and consider if you are wanting to just really get into indoor starting. And so here's what I start. Um, right away, if you're going to start onions and leeks too, but onions especially if you are not getting the sets. So don't start the sets, which are those like little bulbs. They look like little bulbs or baby onions if you're looking at them in the store and you're wondering what the difference is between the set and the seed. The seed you would start now. So the seeds are just little black, like little black seeds. Um, and you would have to start them now if you want to grow onions from seed. It's just because they take such a long time to grow. Um, onions are really nice to start indoors, actually. I find them very friendly and forward for transplanting. Um, very efficient for space because with the onion, you can start indoors and you can actually put several seeds in a cell. So you can do several seeds per cell and they'll just have stay happily close together until you're ready to transplant when I will just very gently separate them out of the cell. Um, and actually, I really like onions because I do top them as well after a few weeks of growth and they're really delicious to start eating. I find that I kind of nibble away at the onion tops or leek tops as they're growing, um, even when they're indoors, because they are really delicious. Um, and that's what I like about onions and leeks, even if they're not at the stage where I would harvest for storage. I find that once they start growing, though, you do get some enjoyment out of them continuously throughout the summer months and spring months, because you can cut those leaves and those tops and sprinkle them on dishes for that added flavor and nutrition. So really great. Um, the other thing I really like to start now is herbs, a variety of herbs. So rosemary, oregano, thyme, sage, parsley. I really uh, like to start them around now as well. And they do, if they do flourish quite well and they grow quite large, I'm okay with that. And that's because I just simply get to enjoy. I think, I think of it as I get to enjoy them early, right? So if I'm starting my herbs, and you can start herbs. I like to start them in pots so they can um, get some space to grow. And yeah, the way I see it, they grow nice and big. That's fine, even if they're indoors still, before I'm ready to transplant them, because I get to just enjoy fresh herbs early in the year too. So I really uh, like to start my herbs early as well, because Dried is fine, but yeah, there's something about fresh herbs. I just really love them. And these herbs are not, um, I have not had success with them. They're not um, perennial for me, for my zone. It's even sage, which can sometimes, I know, in some uh, kind of, depends on your microclimate, I think. But even sage is not quite perennialized here for me as well. Um, so I do like to start it from seed every year. And yeah, there's something about it fresh. It's just the best. So do enjoy them. And yes, there's something just beautiful about fresh herbs in your kitchen, even in the springtime. Just wonderful and so nutritious as well, right? And you can even put them, you know, they have uses in your apothecary cabinet as well. So very useful plants to grow. The other one, if you want to start, which this plant may be um, a no-go for some people, some people really, really want to grow it, um, is eucalyptus. It is very slow. You pretty much have to start now if you're listening to this podcast in mid-February when it's released. 
um, because it is very slow. It likes warmth. You can grow it from seed. Yes, you can grow it in zone three, but yes, starting indoors early, grow it from uh, seed. It likes the warmth. It needs a heat mat. It doesn't like to be soaked, so, you know, keep it damp, moist, but do not soak this plant. Um, and when we do transplant eucalyptus, I like to keep it in like a hoop house or under cover of some sort outdoors as well, just to give it that extra warmth. Um, and I pretty much, I'm trying to think of people I know who've grown eucalyptus everywhere I've seen as well. People also do have it like indoors in a greenhouse or transfer it to a hoop house, like somewhere warm and covered. So, um, that is something though, that is very doable to grow here. And lots of people have success. It is beautiful dried. Um, there's something just so lovely about dried eucalyptus, um, but I love hanging it in my home. Um, but if you do want to start it, you got to get on it now. And eucalyptus seeds can be quite tricky to find. Um, so if you're ordering eucalyptus seeds, we don't have eucalyptus seeds. They are just very, um, right now I'm not in a place where I even want to start um, selling seeds for eucalyptus. Like I said, they can be tricky to find, so you may definitely have to start now procuring and looking around for some if that is on your radar and you would like to grow some. The last plant as well that I would start now if I was starting um, ginger this year. I have grown quite a bit of ginger in the past and there's a lot of really neat information out there actually about growing ginger in zone 3 or colder climates. Um, ginger was awesome to grow. Basically, you start from the rhizomes or like the roots and you have to look for the eyes on that, which would be where the new growth is. And you can plant that. I plant in a decent sized pot so it has room to grow. And basically, it I just let it do its thing. Um, my ginger as well does not even go on like a heat mat or... Um, under the grow lights, I have had success just growing ginger, starting it indoors, um, just on window ledges. And that has been successful for me. So it's quite nice when it, something doesn't take up space, right, in that precious grow light space. Um, but I really love growing it. And then once it's warm out, yes, you can transplant outdoors. Um, I've always just kept my ginger in very large pots. That's just how I prefer to keep it. Um, I just will transplant it into a larger container. Um, and it is very, it, you know, it does well outside. Um, I found it to be a resilient plant. The one thing I have found, they don't like full sun. So do give your ginger plant some shade, but it is a really fun one to grow and it's really fun to harvest, um, the rhizomes as well and harvest it. Also, I get asked a lot, like, where do I get uh, my ginger from to start? I've honestly just had success like buying, buying ginger from the grocery store, like the root, and just planting that. Um, so definitely something to look into if that also catches your eye. And there is lots of information out there on um, Instagram and the, the world of the internet if you're interested in more details about growing ginger in um, cold climates. It's very doable, it's a lot of fun, and it is just a really satisfying feeling to grow that plant as well, like very satisfying. And finally, um, want to plant in February. So when this podcast release, you should be planting your peppers. So if you plan on growing peppers from seed, 
now is the time to start them, especially your hot varieties. Um, they too just like lots of time. They like warmth, obviously. So you will need to start your peppers if you are growing peppers. I really like um, like black hot peppers, jalapenos. We grow those. Um, and yeah, peppers are delicious. So if you are wanting to grow your peppers, you need to start those from seed indoors now. We also do a heat mat and don't soak them, kind of like eucalyptus. Just keep them warm, keep them moist. It'll keep them happy. So that is also something you need to be starting now. Or I know some people out there are just very intimidated by peppers and like to just buy the plants that are ready to go, the starts. That is also very valid if that is what you like to do. Um, but that is what I would be starting now um, that I am starting now in my indoor garden for January and February. Those are the varieties that I really like to make sure I get going, um, especially around timing it around that in bulk season as well. There's just something very, very um, connected to the earth, right? Very rooted and grounding about starting your seeds. And it does make spring feel like it is a little bit closer when we can get our seeds started. But that is a wrap for today. If you are seed starting, let me know what you're starting, what your zone is. Um, yeah, I'm super curious if you're not starting yet, if you're starting later, um, keep in touch. I am doing a call out for interviewees. If you just wanna get online and chit chat together about your homestead, your apothecary garden, your small homesteady business, reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Instagram at the underscore northern underscore grower. You can also um, reach out on Facebook. I think we're Greenwich Seed Co. there. Um, for some reason, they won't let me change the name to the northern grower to match my Instagram, which is kind of frustrating. And you can email me at the northern grower podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to reach out for your email, always love to hear your thoughts. Um, Yep, stay in touch. And, you know, if you think you're going to be a fit, you want to jump on and chit-chat, we can definitely go from there. I will uh, leave all links in the show notes. Um, but as always, happy growing, happy seed starting. And, yeah, stay tuned for more interviews and seed starting tips and episodes over the next few weeks. Take care. <laughs>